This week, I'm featuring my daughter's artwork. This is a picture she wanted to draw and put in my workbook, Magnetize Your Light. At first, I resisted her putting a picture in the book, but I'm glad I gave in. I think it's a bird. She told me it was a person, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a bird. <laughs> but I love her message. It emulates what I've been feeling this week and want to bring forward to you. Be the good in you every day. Admittedly, this is not always an easy task. I hate saying that, but if I'm being honest here, it is 100% true. I mean, I was an angry-ass kid for many reasons. Lots of emotions that I didn't know what to do with. I mean, in today's society, I'm sure I would have been diagnosed with a plethora of issues. Number one being ADHD, which I was recently diagnosed with. I mean, that wasn't a surprise at all, being ADHD. But I'm not sure if I'm glad that I didn't find out till now or not. If I was diagnosed when I was a kid, it may have helped with focus. But I would have never found yoga and meditation, which is how I realized I could ground and find focus on my own. I may have been too reliant on drugs. I mean, who knows? Plus, I still have a hard time with the word disorder. Because in my mind, it's just a different way my brain operates. You're welcome. (laughs) Most of which I'm grateful for. There are times it gets frustrating when I have to adhere to a system or society that doesn't naturally cater to my particular brain workings, inner workings. It helps me to stay curious, be sensitive to emotions, mine and others, and keeps me creative and forgetful so nothing can bother me for too long. So, you know, positives and negatives. But as a true ADHDer, I digress. This week's message, be the good in you every day. I mean, how simple is that? It's super simple. May not always be easy, but it's super simple. When my kids were going through the toddler stage of nose and testing the boundaries of behavior, which, by the way, someone please tell me when that phase ends. I came up with what I call the good G's and the bad G's. These G's are ways to be kind and loving. A quick rule book or mini commandments on how to be the good in you every day. I use these when I teach yoga to the little kids and with adults. And I would love to share them with you now. The good G's. Grateful. Grateful is the queen bee of all the good G's. She's the one that comes before all others. If you're grateful, you're always accepting what comes at you with the energy of thanks and love. The simplest way to be grateful is to say thank you. It also helps to shift the lens on why me? If you come at a particular situation with gratitude instead of self-pity energy originating from an imbalanced ego, you can find a way to accept the lesson, clear, and move on with love instead of anger, frustration, and pain in your heart. Gratitude. 
Queen G. Generous. Generous is a close second on the good G's. With little kids, I explain this as sharing is caring, which is also true for adults. But to take it a step further, being generous, not just with material items, but also energy. How can you create space for another? How can you give of yourself more and listen deeper? How can you give more of you and your love, your time, your insight, your wisdom, your help? Gracious. Gracious, I explained to the little ones, is being able to give and receive with love, even if someone is not being kind or nice to you. So, if someone is mean, instead of being mean back, be kind. This one takes massive practice. But if you can consistently do it, you can eliminate a lot of yucky, stuck energy in your aura and in your life. I think of this one as life's energetic egg toss. If you've ever done an egg toss before, you know that when the egg comes at you or comes to you, you can't grab it harshly or aggressively. The best way to stay in the game and not get raw egg all over you is to gently take it in with an open palm, guide it in and back as you redirect it towards your partner or whoever you're playing the game with. So two, with life's energetic egg toss. Receive the energy, situation, or issue. Take it in. Guide it back and redirect it with love away from your aura. Genuine. Genuine. Being truthful or honest. Now this one comes with three sub-qualifiers. Yes, you should always be truthful. You should always be honest. But is it one, kind? Is it two, true? Is it three, necessary? If it doesn't hit all three of those marks, it may be best left unsaid. You can be honest and it can be truthful, but if it's hurtful, what's the point? It can be true and kind, but if it's not necessary, will it truly be received? And who is it aiding other than your ego? Truth can be used as a weapon. It can hurt. This truth, this genuine, this good G I'm speaking of, is to be used for kindness. Therefore, the three qualifiers. Kind, true, necessary. Gentle. Gentle. This one seems pretty obvious. When I teach the little ones, we speak only about how we are with ourselves and our neighbors or friends. But with adults, we can take this a bit deeper. Being gentle with others and self. In yoga, we call this ahimsa, nonviolence. This is partly why some yogis don't eat meat, eliminating the violence from killing another being and ingesting it. But if you marinate on this more, how do you treat yourself? How do you talk to yourself? Are you gentle? Are you kind? I read somewhere that we can see the state of our physical health for the most part when looking in the mirror or at each other. But if we could see the state of health of the mind, what might it look like? That one made me sit and take a deep breath. How healthy is your mind? 
How gentle with yourself are you? How do you nurture your energetic and mental self? Now for the ones that my kids always seem to remember the most, the bad G's. How not to be kind and loving. Greedy. Greedy is the number one bad guy G. Yes, it can refer to food or sharing, but if we look at it in terms of energy, how do you share your space? Do you talk more than others? Do you take over the room when you enter? Yes, some of us have big personalities, but are you being generous or greedy with the energy around you? You can have a big personality and still be generous with your energy. With the little kids, I explain this with talking out of turn. Taking the gift of your energy focus away from the person whose turn it is or teacher. Our energy is a gift. How do we choose to use it? Sleeping more than you need to can also be greedy. Listening to yourself deeply and what this beautiful vehicle for your energy, our bodies, needs on a day to day basis. Grumbling. Grumbling. This is what I tell the little kids is complaining. Glass half empty. I can't. Which I also say is a four-letter word we don't say. There is a song. But I'll leave that for another time. I don't want to. I hate it. This is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. Grumbling is not being grateful and is being greedy with your energy. Badgie. Grotesque. Grotesque. Yes, I was grabbing at straws here to find a G, but this one is how I explain being distractive or obnoxious. Yes, this is another way to be greedy with our energy, but it is intentionally distracting others to pull focus to yourself. It can also be violent behavior, raised voices, extraness. Gloating. Nah, 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 boo, boo, I won and you didn't. This is a way to intentionally make someone else feel less than. Unkind, not loving. Bragging, showing off. Finding a way to elevate yourself over others. Forgetting that we are all a piece of the whole or we are all representatives of the whole. Either way, we are all one mass of energy in tiny part. So there is no better than or worse than. To elevate yourself over others is the same as belittling yourself since we are all part of the whole. And finally, gruff. Much like grotesque, but more in language, behavior, and how we speak to ourselves. How we treat others. Are we gentle or are we aggressive? Hitting, yelling, etc. When you're on the path to a healthier version of you, how do you treat yourself? When you're in bad mood, how do you treat others? These are the five good and bad G's. My mini playbook on how to be kind and loving. Do I do it all the time? No, I'm not a saint. I'm just a human trying to heal and help others do the same wherever I can. But I find this quick little guide a great tool to have in my back pocket at all times. For when I get thrown in life and grab too harshly at that energetic egg that I was tossed, For when I have a bad day and start yelling at someone who didn't deserve it. For when I start to think, why me? For when I walk away from a conversation feeling yucky because I was greedy with conversation or energy. 
I'm not perfect. Perfection, in my opinion, as a destination, is a myth. Perfection is a journey of being, becoming, and living the best version of yourself. An iterative process. But like learning to walk as a baby, we fall, but we get back up. Another song. No, I will not share today. You're welcome. So here's my gift today. The good G's and the bad G's. Put them in your back pocket. See how and where you can use them in your life. Where you already do. Share them with others. And be the good in you every day. All right, that is the message for this week. If you would like your own personal spiritual message, I look at soul guides, past lives, where you are in your soul's path, layers of your aura and chakras, what you're evolving from and what you're evolving to in my readings. I also offer you a personalized workbook and journal that coincides with the reading and the audio that you receive. If you would like to do that, it is called an intuitive soul session on my website, magnetizeyourlight.com. I'd love to hear you. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and connect on Instagram and Facebook at Magnetize Your Light. And I have a few fun things coming up that I would love to share soon. Um, but for now, be the good in you every day. Have a great week. Lots of love. Talk to you soon.